0: Navigation ship, navigation ship, navigating the trials and tribulations of race, dating, travel, trauma,
1: and healing as young
0: conscious black women. Hey, it's Ashley. Hey it's Stephanie and today we are discussing detoxifying the dating process so following on from identifying our toxic engagements or entanglements as you also call them and our experiences with dating apps or avoidance of dating apps altogether, um, we are keen to focus in on some of the positive ways in which we are navigating dating and in what ways we can try to detoxify this process for us so my opening question to you Ashley is what are some of the some of the positive ways in which you're navigating dating or what ways are you trying to detoxify this process for yourself at the moment
1: um I mean I'm not really navigating dating because I'm not really actively trying to date I mean I'm not I'm not trying to not date but Mm -hmm. I'm just not there's certain things that I'm not going to put up with anymore and there's certain behaviors that you know I see from a mile away that I probably didn't see before Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I'm not even really engaging so I spent a lot of time alone I mean I've been traveling a lot this year I've been traveling a lot um since I sort of left London so I mean for me like I don't think that has precluded me from dating. Like, I'm not someone who's like, well, I've been traveling. I should be single now. I just think like, um, because I have that, it kind of helps me because I'm not really expecting like, oh, I need to meet someone to settle down somewhere because I'm not even settled myself. Yeah. So that's one. But like two, I I know what I want now. So I'm very Mm -hmm. clear about what I want. I know the behaviors and people that make me feel good i'm Mm -hmm. listening to my intuition more um there's certain criteria that i want in a person Mm -hmm. that i kind of overlooked before um for example for me like for like i'm a very empathetic person and i'm also a very sort of spiritual person and though i don't want someone who takes the same spirituality as me or even you know they could be not have spirituality but they i guess in spirituality they need to be like thinking of their bigger role in the universe Mm -hmm. they need to be thinking about impact they need to be thinking about future long-term goals they need to be thinking about like um you know uh, how to communicate where it's like and sort of Jared Brady from, again, enjoy the podcast always says <laughs> to trigger someone without triggering their ego or to to communicate to someone without triggering their e- ego. And mm. what he means by that is like, to be able to tell someone you don't like something without necessarily being like, you do this and you do that and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, pointing mm. the finger. Yeah. So it's some stuff like that, that I'm just like, this is the standard. It's pretty high. Some might say for me, it's normal. I want to feel good. I want to be respected. I want to feel like we have great conversation and we can mm. communicate effectively. I don't think that's necessarily high, but in my dating experience, apparently it is. <laughs> um. um yeah. And also, I'm. yeah, like, <laughs> and like, And it's not just the person because I've had like good partners before who have all the good qualities personally, but then they're not, you know, at the level that I, you know, they're not, they're still like trying to figure out what they're going to do in their life. And I need to Mm. help them through that. So I want someone who is not trying to figure out necessarily their long-term goals or at Mm. least if you're trying to figure them out you're doing stuff to to effectively take care of that yeah Um, for example I'm running a business you should be trying to like figure out like what that business looks like and all of that and you might not have all the answers but I shouldn't be the one put in a position to effectively get you to a place Mm. um where I'm doing all the work and we're not working together as a team, but it's more me building you up constantly. Yeah. So I've had great partners before, but I, it's me constantly trying to pull the pull them up and encourage them whilst I'm kind of being left to do my work and their work too. Mm. So I'm, I'm very sort of clear about my goals and where I want to be and where I want to be with a partner, who I want that person to be and- that's how I detoxify it. Cause I'm very clear from the mm. jump yeah. and I don't renege on those things that I've set for myself. Like I used to, where I was like, yeah, but he's good looking or he's nice <laughs> or all of these things, you know, like, so I think that has shifted a lot of things for me and it's made me happier. And maybe I'm single and like, not really talking to anybody, but I feel more happier. I just feel like my future is brighter to meet the right person because I'm very clear about my standards
0: Uh, I think that's really important like I think it's so key knowing what it is that you want and I think being like you know in your early 30s now is even if you're basically just being more mature in yourself in terms of knowing knowing who you are is really key because I think before when we were dating or when I was dating I was a lot more open Um, I was a lot more responsive instead of being proactive in terms Mm -hmm. of dating. And for me right now, like most recently, I'm learning how to use the X on the app. (laughs) (laughs) What's the X? Um, Which is basically say no to people. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Swipe left. I'm learning how to do that. Like, um, it sounds really ridiculous. But um, for me, like I used to swipe white to the maybes you know mm. to maybe it would be okay maybe like you know that but not their best picture or maybe they haven't really fully communicated themselves or maybe they got more to show and I'm like no this is this is what this is what I put them forward yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. you already know your type you know yourself you've been on earth long enough to know yourself you've dated more than enough guys to to know what it is that you like you don't like um and it's time now to really use that X and and really refine what it is that you want otherwise I find myself letting in guys that are just wasting my time, um, whether it whether it is they have they are being toxic or whatever, or just whether or not they're just the wrong sort of guy for me. It's not going to work out. So I think it's really key to actually know what you want, um, and I think it's really interesting that that you brought that up. That you're like, well, I know what I want now, and I'm focusing in on that, and it's a lot more brighter. And for me, engaging on these well, apps or going and dating, um, knowing your, knowing what you want just really limits the the rubbish, really, <laughs> coming coming your way. Yeah, yeah and,
1: like, knowing your triggers and your boundaries. I mean, like, I know myself a lot more. Like, I've spent quite a bit of time um, on my own. Like, not all that time I wasn't dating, but, like, I spent a lot of time where whenever something would end, I've been a lot more reflective of like okay what could I have done even if the guy fucked up like I'm much more like okay what attracted me to this terrible person or what attracted Mm -hmm. me to this person full Mm -hmm. stop and so for me like being more reflective like doing a lot more healing therapy all of this stuff has helped me be like no these are my boundaries and these are my triggers and for me like I know I have abandonment issues uh I know that ghosting is not something that makes me feel good I don't think it makes anyone feel good but some people can be like yeah whatever I got ghosted you know whereas I take it really really personally because it it's triggering yeah like my own father who Mm. you know fucked off and came back when he chose to so you know like or a gaslighting to me, like when someone displays gaslighting behavior, it's very, very triggering to me. So Mm. knowing even myself better, I know what I can tolerate and I Mm. know what I can put myself forward for. So it it just makes dating a lot easier. And yeah, a lot of the times I'm not dating, you know, like, (laughs) and that's a choice that I'm making because I could date, I could go out and I've never, really had a problem attracting partners Mm. but it's like retaining partners and retaining partners in a way that like doesn't leave me feeling deflated and defeated yeah Um, so yeah I think what have you found maybe about knowing yourself more that gives you sort of that indication to detoxify your relationships
0: was that question for me
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well this whole thing is it's really interesting I think because we had a conversation just before we went into this and, and uh, Ashley mentioned that I'm less avoidant I mean of the dating process and it's quite interesting because I feel at the moment I'm more avoided a dating process than I have in a long in a long while I mean yes I'm on um, these apps but I'm like not fully on them like I, I don't really feel like I think for a long time, I found the whole dating experience quite traumatic mm. that I was like, oh, what's the point of putting myself through that? But then there's there's two sides to me battling with me, which I'm naturally quite optimistic person. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: And I naturally see the best in our people, unfortunately. Um, so there's a strong part of me that's just like open to speaking with people and open to seeing the best in them. And there's another part of me is like, why are you doing that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> come off those apps, come off those, that that process. Don't put yourself in the firing line. Um, so I've been quite avoidant of this. Um, but it's only been recently actually that I was like, oh my gosh, I was. I remember I was I was positioning myself in such a way that I was open to anyone, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I felt like if I position myself in a different way, I might close myself off to somebody that maybe we could have a connection. And I don't know. Um, and, you know, because that's more the position that I think you have when you're more when I was a bit younger, like, you know, I, I don't know everyone. I haven't met everybody yet and I don't really have a set type. Um, and that could change as I grow and as I grow as a person. But now I'm at a process where it's like, I know myself and knowing yourself is really key. Knowing your worth, knowing your value, um, knowing your standards, um, knowing what you should and shouldn't tolerate, knowing how guys should and shouldn't be speaking with you and actually saying yes to yourself. I know it sounds very cheesy, but, but I mean, saying yes to yourself is really important because it enables you to just filter out all the rubbish. It filters out all the guys who are not come, come and correct. It also filters out all those maybes, which are definitely probably no's in the first place, um, from my point of view anyway. <laughs> and um, it enables me to, like, the way in which I also see it, is like say for instance you don't just hand out your cv to every to everything (laughs) you end up with a role that isn't really well suited to you you know you really need to be a bit more specific about i was what i thought i need to be more specific about what it is i'm attracting when you put certain things out there you attract that back so when i say that i'm looking for a guy who is proactive who you know who um enjoys doing things who enjoys dinner dates who who likes being out in nature, who value self-care who um who actually enjoys talking about things deeply you know in a a philosophical sense you will end up attracting that person back you know Mm -hmm. um and you'll begin to you know be a magnet for those sort of people um and then as you do that maybe you realize well that thing isn't as important as the other thing or maybe that thing isn't as important as the other thing that i really like um but at least you have a starting base to go from, and I feel for me right now that's really important. And also for me, if I don't date anybody, if I if I don't engage with anybody, that is fine because I put out what it is that I want. <laughs> so, so I don't really want to be engaging with people that I don't want, um, and engaging with guys that I don't like because it's a waste of time. Because that's when I get, actually
1: yeah. yeah, like that's actually what I had to learn in australia because i was dating guys so much so that like like it was just it was awful because i was like dating one after the other trying to fix a lot of the problems and they were showing the same sort of signs and i i I mean i definitely did fix this issue like you know four or five years ago Mm -hmm. um i had to learn like there are periods when you're going to be alone Mm -hmm. and that's a choice it's not that you're not attractive it's not that you can't get a guy um because like that's really hard I think like because I think society and I'm I probably talk about society too much but I feel this energy that women's value is in getting a guy Mm. and like and if you're alone it's kind of like well you know like I've had friends before and I've dropped them hoes but like I've had (laughs) friends before that were just like oh you know who are you dating and if I said no one and I was prioritizing my health it was like the conversation ended you know like Mm. they we didn't have anything to talk about because Mm. that was the only thing that was a value to the both of us at the time Mm. and that had that's you know like that's really
0: sad I think exactly I and it's really interesting because some of the I you know those um I don't know, don't know if you're on dates, but guys ask me, Oh, you're so beautiful, why are you still single? It's like, why oh. are you leading with that? You know, why are you yeah. saying that? There's such value on, you know, maybe you're you're single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like it's such a weird thing in society where it's like, oh, you're single, so maybe there must be something wrong with you. Or, you know, maybe you don't look good enough, or maybe you're not right enough because but it's like this very leading question and people at my age now, people come up to me and are like, Oh, so are you in a relationship? Oh, <laughs> you're not with anybody. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, Oh my gosh, you know,
1: <laughs> like you're not woman enough or something's mm. wrong with you if you're single. And it's like, can we all like prioritize being single? Because I haven't learned as much about myself, loved myself the way I love myself now. And that's mm. another Additive to detoxifying relationships is because I didn't love myself in any of those relationships, even though, even the best ones, you know, like I had an ex, was literally everyone's like, oh, he's the best boyfriend ever. And he was, he was very good at the time. But we grew apart, and it's because I didn't love myself and Mm -hmm. I could not love him effectively. Like I can love a partner now because I didn't even put that attention to myself. So I think like part of detoxifying is getting to know yourself, loving yourself, healing yourself so Mm. that when you meet the right person, you choose, first of all, you choose that person. I feel like Mm. one of my best friends said, said this to me years ago. And I was like, no, she's full of shit. Like, nah, you know, I was just like, maybe she chose her boyfriend, but I fell in love. And yeah, there is a feeling of falling (laughs) in love, but you choose the people that you're with Mm. because they're the right person for you. And now I completely understand what she's saying because I, the person that I choose now, I know will enhance my life. So I know I'm going to be good to that person and I'm going to love that person as as much as I love myself because I know how to love myself now. I know how to nurture myself, support myself, make myself Mm. feel secure. So all of that, I feel like it's a part of detoxifying. You need to learn to love yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, and RuPaul says it, if you don't know how to love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? And it's so true. And once you get to that phase, then you start putting up with bullshit cause you're just like, I love myself too much to be dealing with this nonsense. And that's where I'm at now. So it's not the fact that I don't wanna be out here. I mean, I do, but I also know that 99% of the counters right now, is not something that interests me Um, Mm -hmm. and not necessarily because every man's toxic. As I spoke about on the last episode, Mm -hmm. it's just certain things that I'm not really interested in, you know, certain, certain behaviors that I'm not interested in certain, certain, you know, conversation pieces. I'm not really interested in certain lifestyles I'm not interested in. So, you know, until you really know yourself, um, you don't know that. And then I think it takes time to get to know yourself in a really holistic sense. And once I think you find that out, then you, you tend to cut a lot of, you know, most, most people out of your life, you know, most got my most dating interactions, because you're just like, you know, this person doesn't interest me in the way that, you know, I want to be interested or this person you know, sexual style is not as interesting, or this person's relationship style, whatever it is, you know, like, I think you get a bit more clear when the love, the self-love piece is there.
0: Yeah, I think, I think being clear on on what, on on who you are, and what it is that you want, and what it is that you want to add to your life, is really key, and just, in terms of just not opening yourself up to every which body, who comes your way and uh, you just could be thrown around um by the wind and i think mm. also as women we've learned to be responsive like inter- in- instead of being mm. proactive like yeah. how to you know in- initiate without really initiating how to let the guy know you like them about really telling them they like them how to you know respond to somebody who gives you like who tells you that they're like all these different things that we learn i think well through culture um, of how to be a woman in this sort of dating process is more of a responsive thing I find anyway I found and it takes a bit of practice to do it the other way around to be more proactive to actually say yes to yourself to say yes to your self-worth to your value and also importantly saying yes to what you want and being like that is what I want that is like I feel like even knowing what sort of type of guy you like isn't I I'm such I'm so terrible like I mean in in a sense that like i am like oh maybe I'll like that guy oh no poor you know this I don't, I, don't, I don't like him it's like it doesn't matter if I don't like him it's okay yeah. it's not gonna it's okay. ruin his world you know it's fine you and it's like not gonna him. ruin yours either or devalue yeah. you exactly so it's it came to a process where it's like you know what you actually have a type Stephanie and that's fine and that is your type and just continue going with that now you've tested the waters out you've you figured out what it is that you do not like and what it is that you you can and, and cannot accept from a guy and just be strong in that and that might change you might be wrong whatever you at least you're being right to yourself in that moment but I also think it's really interesting what you say about the conversations that you had with friends and centering around guys I do feel like we talk a lot about well not us but i mean in general as women we've learned to talk a lot about guys and centering them within our conversations and what they do or or what they didn't do um and i think that's really toxic as well like because we just focus on every little inch of what they did or didn't do that day or that moment and they haven't even thought about it the guy hasn't even thought about it i mean
1: (laughs) you're like you're just not a whole person like i I got rid of those friends some years ago whilst I've been going through my own sort of enlightenment period, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, we only can have conversations when we're talking about the toxicity of men. Mm -hmm. Like we're bonding on this trauma porn kind of thing. Like I don't, I don't think that's like healthy, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's cause I didn't love myself. And I was like, Oh, I'm always having an issue. And though, even in my relationship, I didn't always have an issue because like I said, my last relationship was great. You know, like there was aspects about it that wasn't great, but like mm-hmm. in that time period for where I was mentally and emotionally and spiritually, he was a really good partner. And I feel like Even then it was like, oh, you know, the drama of like being in a relationship and then just coming up with that, you know, like, and that's not, I don't really want to center my friendships around like a man and what Mm. he is or isn't doing. Exactly. I have so much, I, and it's because I didn't know myself. I didn't love myself. So my whole existence was my relationship status as my ex's girlfriend, you know, whether he was doing something sweet for me or whether we were having a fight, you know, it was just, you know, like, this is what this (laughs) so-and-so I always think of the person's name and I'm like, Oh, about to say it, but like, (laughs) this is what this person's doing for me. And that was our whole conversation. And I built best friendships around that. And it's crazy to me. And that's not what me and my girlfriends talk about today because I'm a whole person. And mm-hmm. we talk about what's happening in our own personal lives, not exactly.
0: my relationship to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that I've, I've noticed recently is getting it, getting into the right place. Um, I mean, situating yourself in a place where I think it's really key. So being around people who see you, see you fully as a person, engaging in those stimulating conversations those connections those friendships uh, where accountability can be based so mm-hmm. I mean that could be you know in a work in a, in a work environment that can be in a social place that can be in a city where you want to be it can be so many different things to different people but for me getting into the right place and engaging socially with people in a place that is right for me I think is so key and starting off you know developing friendships accountability so often gets lost especially with online dating with these apps with in big cities because they don't have to be accountable to anybody they they can run in and out of the relation um so this whole i'm still navigating this getting into right place thing but i feel there's a lot in that when you're in a place where you interact with people who actually see you as whole uh, as a whole person and interact with you as a whole person it's not necessarily coming from a place where it needs to be something romantic or anything come of that it could just be a level of friendship that you have and I think it's really important to develop that um because those people can also connect you to other people or can possibly connect you to to the right partner because you're building it from the right place um and it's a very different uh, weighing in, obviously in terms of all the digital ways of connecting and people do that anyway being in the right place that's, that's whether they go to sit well if they want to meet somebody they might go to a pub or to a bar and they try and situate themselves somewhere where they might meet a guy that they like or a girl that they like or whatever you know but for me this is quite interesting and key for me at the moment is being in the right place and being in the right place means also knowing who you are to be able to be in the right place for you mm-hmm. um and then the other thing that I'm doing at the moment or navigating at the moment is trusting guys less. <laughs> so, <laughs> so doing the whole guilty until proven non-guilty, that's the stance that I need to be at with these guys because I know myself enough to know that I'm too nice. So, <laughs> so I will, I mean, yeah. I
1: would... I, I kind of want to challenge you on that. Like, is it guilty before proven innocent or is it just, I'm not going to try, like you would not trust a stranger down the road to hold your purse. Mm
0: -hmm. Why would you
1: trust a guy with your heart with knowing him for three months? So is it, he's guilty or just, I'm not going to put faith into someone that I don't know
0: until I know them well for me it has to be something quite extreme for, oh. for me for me for, <laughs> yeah. for, for, for me to to respond in, a, in an appropriate manner I mean I think for maybe the more average person it would be like I don't put your trust in somebody until you know them better I need to go on a more extreme case <laughs> so that I don't allow myself so I guard my heart a lot better I need to learn to guard my heart a lot better but for me I need to have something that's a bit more drastic that like this person is guilty you know until I don't and. It, it puts you and it's not i like I will be turned off to anybody so I'm quite open and I'm naturally quite open with people, but it will at least enable me to put myself at a distance to somebody, mm. not fully just uh you know, it is yeah, obviously trust, not fully trust somebody, not not fully believe everything they say, and seeing if their words because when I, why, why I use the term guilty because when you're inspecting somebody or if you're doing an inspection or police is doing an inspection they they look at the facts you know <laughs> mm. what, what has this person said and what has this person done yeah and where is the evidence for for these things and I find in my relations with guys they've often said it every they said they said all the right things but they have the actions don't match up or they haven't ever been yeah. evident of that or they said one thing which is really contradictory to what it is that they're that they're doing Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, well, all these things actually need to be aligned for me to actually feel comfortable enough to put myself in that situation. Otherwise, I shouldn't really be putting myself in that situation with that guy, whether it is continuing to date them, whether it is continuing to get to know them, whether it is giving them, like, giving them more of my time than I should be giving Mm -hmm. to somebody who is just an option, because that's all they are until they become Mm -hmm. something more. So... That's more of a more cautionary step for me just to be like, well these if I'm saying this person's guilty, they need to prove themselves and like guilty and they need to measure up in terms of what they what are they saying, what are they actually doing and how are they showing you that you are of value to them and how are they appreciating you? Um, so it's more of something that I'm, I'm not going to wipe them off. It's just more that I'm going to date them with that in my mind and just mm. give them allow, allow it to be a bit of a process um yeah. which I think is quite interesting what well, I'm, I'm testing it out at the moment because I also am so also free-spirited and I like to just go with the flow <laughs> just be mm. I just be open to whatever my, my, my might not happen and whatever I feel in the moment but it's like no Stephanie look after yourself <laughs> yeah. and yeah because I feel like otherwise it can result in something that can be quite toxic for me and harmful for me so yeah that's what I'm I'm at yeah Yeah. I guess I would just end that on
1: like, I mean, for me, like it has been some time before or sometime since I've like gone out with someone and, you know, had that experience, but something in my intuition, something in my Shonda told me that this dude ain't it. And like, Mm -hmm. even with my ex, I knew like before we even dated I even told him this that I knew that we were going to be together and we were together for well four years in the relationship you know in each other's lives for seven years um not to go into mm. that but like um yeah like so we we're we had we spent a very long almost like our my whole 20s together so or in That's each other's very long time yeah so <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like for me I knew something about him like just told me like I felt safe and that mm-hmm. for me like um safety and security are very top 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 to what I need in a relationship. Um so I think following that, you know, following my intuition like and my intuition is never wrong. Mm-hmm. Um and going with that because everyone else, I was like, yeah, this will last maybe a couple months, no, you know, like this will, I feel like, yeah, it could last, but mm. I never felt like those people would be like relationship material. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that's, that's another one that I've found to detoxify is like I It sounds crazy and people say this in movies and I used to think, oh, this is not true. But it, for me, it's always been true of like, I think I will know I will find my husband before we even probably really get into the relationship. And that might sound crazy or even silly to follow, but I I, I feel like I will feel it before I, I know it for sure, not to say I will drop all my senses and just be like, well, I know because of my intuition, but like, it's to just say like, if I'm feeling something real, real strong, probably follow that instead of, you know, not.
0: <laughs> no, I think that's really important to follow ourselves and to follow our intuition. Um, for me though, it has to be with, with, with caution, like with massive caution, because there's been times where guys make me feel so safe. They make me feel like this is so good. And they are so genuine. And they are presenting themselves as the guy. Like, if I would tell anybody about them, it would be, the response to them wouldn't be any red flags or anything. Um, but then at some point, they just completely remove that safetyness. They respond, they act in a certain way, like further down the line and completely remove removed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously, a, there's always a risk in love. There's always a risk um, in, in any sort of, you know, engagement, entanglement, as you call it. Mm. but the one person as you put out that we can stay true to ourselves is is ourselves um, but yeah for me I have to be of course with massive caution like <laughs> just yeah just <laughs> put a big massive caution sign and be restricted but um yeah is there anything else to add before we wrap this one up
1: no moral of the story trust yourself trust your intuition love yourself enough to know who's best for you and you know just follow follow your own guide because our tips might not be great for you and you have to do what's best for you
0: yeah So on that note, we are really keen to hear like what are some of the positive ways in which you are navigating dating or what ways are you trying to detoxify this process for yourself? Um, We're also keen to hear from those who's in a relationship, um, what sort of processes did you go to get to that point for yourself as well? This, This is a conversation for whoever is interested, basically, we're willing to hear from all of you to gain your insights, gain your perspective and to have this conversation be something that we can join in together. So we hope you found that fruitful and we're really excited to hear from you too. Yeah, yeah and until next time. Until next time, see you soon. Bye. Or we'll speak, speak to you soon. Bye. <laughs> Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and do not represent or are connected to any persons,
1: institutions, organizations or companies unless explicitly stated.